true New Testament ministry brings to others the fragrance of Christ and finds sufficiency only from God. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is Shi'ar Jashub, coming to you from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will conclude this message, which my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, preached as part of his series on Heavenly Authority. When we left off, Pastor was in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and he had just read verse 17. If you want to know more about our church and to access a 24-7 library of Bible study programs, we invite you to visit our website at www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo. Human nature sometimes when people act like they're better than us, we tend to say, well, they must be better than us. These false teachers come in and they're, obviously they're superior. They have superior knowledge. And they corrupt the church of Corinth. Paul humbly walks in. He he talks to them, he preaches with them, he fellowships with them. And Paul, well, we have Paul in our pocket. How can Paul be something special? He's not acting like these super apostles, like these super teachers. And so Paul finds himself in the terrible position of having to justify himself to the very people who are there in a church because of the work of God, which he did. And he does it very beautifully in the letters of 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians by the power of the Holy Spirit. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as from God we speak in the sight of God in Christ. Chapter 3, verse 1, Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some others, epistles of recommendation to you, or letters of commendation from you? Paul shouldn't need any letter of recommendation. He shouldn't need any external document, any external testimony, acknowledgement from men. Sometimes it was common in that time period, even in the church, teachers would come around to the church with letters of recommendation. You read this in Acts chapter 18 and verse 27, when the brethren sent out Apollos, they gave letters, Acts 18.27, and he was able to bring that to churches to show that um, he's someone in the Lord. And it was common in those days to have letters of recommendation so that if a person came in, they would know um, something about them. We just got finished with the application process to the colleges. And Patty needed letters of recommendation. And several of you gave her letters of recommendation to the colleges. Why? Why does the college need a letter of recommendation? Because the college knows nothing about her, right? She's just a piece of paper with information, and the letter of recommendation builds information that they can begin to see her, get a picture of her, right? They don't know her. But these people know Paul. He started the church. He's the one that witnessed to them. He's the one that, that people heard the word of God. They felt the spirit of God. They got changed. He doesn't need a letter of recommendation as other teachers. They should know him. We wouldn't give a letter of recommendation to each other. We know each other. 
And that's why Paul reminds them, do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need, as some others, epistles or letters of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? He didn't need one to them, and he doesn't need one from them because God has given him his position. He gives them the proof in verse 2. You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Actions speak louder than mere human words. Someone can have all the words and all the human accolades and human stamps of approval. Paul had the results. He said, you, church of Corinth, you people, you are the epistle. You are the letter. You are our epistle. The Holy Spirit has written on their hearts through Paul, and they are, they represent Paul's calling, he says, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. You believe, you're there, you're a clear sign of our ministry, Paul says. And it's written in our hearts. Paul loves these people. These people are dear to Paul. Paul is like a parent trying to protect and instruct his children. And find it very difficult to do. There are a lot of people that speak and say a lot of things, but what do they do? His actions, though he gave us great words, we have Holy Spirit-inspired words of Paul. How many letters, how many epistles do we have in the New Testament from the pen of Paul? But actions confirm the words. There are many people that come with words only, and there are no deeds to follow the peddlers who are looking just to profit themselves. Verse 3, clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. Not only that, they are the writing of Christ. Jesus has written on them, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. You are the epistle, an epistle of Christ. They are the result of Paul's ministry, ministered by us, and they are a letter, not by ink, but by the Spirit of the living God. They are the reality of Christ by their gathering, by their beliefs. And you come here to an important principle of the New Testament that this faith which we are called to, it is not a dead religion. This faith that we are called to is not the rehearsals of men with some type of religious formalities. It is not even the writings of truth put on a stone, placed separate in the front of the synagogue or the church to be venerated. This is not a distant faith but now the very words of God, the truth of God, comes down off the walls. It's written, it's emblazoned on our hearts to bring us into a living relationship with God Almighty. You, I, each of us are called to be the testimony of the living God with God's Holy Spirit dwelling in our hearts. This is not a dead protocol. This is a living faith. This is the reality of salvation 
God writes his word on our hearts. That's how close we're called to be with God. We are the aroma, the fragrance of Christ. We are the epistle of Christ, the Holy Spirit of life, of the living God, doesn't just put his words on a stone and places them up there. He puts his words right in our hearts. That's what we're called to. Here, the close, personal reality of this high calling. You are meant to be the epistle, the letter of God. You are meant to be the fragrance of Christ. And if the Spirit of God is in you, you will be able to discern, to tell the difference of what is true and what is not true. You will be able to discern, to tell the difference between who speaks sincerely and who speaks falsely to just peddle the Word of God. You can make the distinction which often the world cannot. We are not called to be as children, we're called to be mature. As the Spirit of God is in us, we can discern the true teachers from the false teachers. And Paul says in verse 4, and we have such trust through Christ toward God. Paul has this confidence before God. Verse 5, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. He makes it very clear. He answers the question up above, and who is sufficient? Who is equal for these things, for this task? It's not because of him. He says, it's not because of ourselves. There is nothing in Paul that makes him the source, that makes him able to do, to discharge this trust of being the fragrance of God of doing the ministry of speaking of Christ. There's nothing in him. He says what? It's not my power. He says, our sufficiency is, verse 5, from God. He's sufficient as a minister of the new covenant because God is the source and God enables him. There is no human being able to do it. That's why when you have churches that have pushed the Bible out, and they push the Holy Spirit away, and they're based on some man's personality to be able to draw people into the church, it's destined ultimately at some point to fall. It's not of eternal value because God builds his church not on people being so powerful, but on his spirit being powerful to work through men and women. And what we must do is yield ourselves to him. And Paul is confident. He knows that he has no sufficiency of himself, but in God, he has the sufficiency to be a minister of the new covenant. Based upon the Spirit of God, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. And Lord willing, we'll speak about that next time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who have gone before us the early apostles, the 12, Paul, all those early disciples, the 500 who we don't even know their names, people who gave their lives that we might know the truth today, that people might know from every tribe and tongue 
and language, the reality of Messiah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Heavenly Father, we thank you that they understood their lack of power, that they were not the source, but that their sufficiency came from you. Help us each, Father, to discharge the trust you give us in life for whatever that purpose is you have for us, and you know the plan you have for each of us. There is not one child of yours that you don't have a plan for. Help us to count ourselves as nothing, but to offer ourselves to you that your spirit would work through us to fulfill the plan, to make us the person you desire us to be, Lord. You have that template. You know how we should look. You know how we should bring in the fragrance of Christ. You know how his words should be written on our hearts to show. Father, we fall so short. Help us to be the people we should be. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo on the web. On the Shi'ar Jeshub website, you will find information about Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, as well as an archive of our radio programs with in-depth Bible teaching and preaching. The address is www.shiarjeshub.org. And can I ask you to pray about supporting this ministry? It is so important for the time that we are in that there would be solid Bible teaching on the airwaves and available on the Internet. Our address is Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. And may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.